Three lines from where the wide lines begin. Last word in the line. Maslisin deloi kihai tana. See that? Okay. So what we got over here is, so far, we have at the moment in our Mishnah, we have Machloikas Rebelez Rebishua about how many witnesses are required for seclusion. Rebishua said two, Rebelez said one. Everybody agrees when it comes to warning, you need two. What was the source for that? Because it says by relations, Dafka Eidein Bo. By relations, right, you only need one. But, Rabbi Yeshua says, by warning and by seclusion, you need two. Rabbi said, no. Rabbi said, no, by relations. And that which is the beginning of relations, which is? Stira. Stira, seclusion. That one is sufficient, but for warning, you need two. Now we're going to throw, uh, I don't know if you remember the captain, the cricket captain, Clive Rice. Remember Clive Rice? said, the cat was amongst the pigeons. Yeah? So we're going to throw the cat amongst the pigeons now because we're going to throw things a little bit in a different angle. Masnis in our Mishnah. is not like the Tana, the one who taught the following brace. So we've got another source from the Tanoim which disagrees with what we said. We reported that Rebbe held warning needs two, seclusion needs one. Now we've got another way to understand Rabbi Yezir. Rabbi Yezir says, Mishum Rabbi the name of Rabbi Uh-oh, and this is going to have repercussions for us today. Ha-mekana li-ishtoi, one who warns his wife. Mekana api-eid echod You can warn her just by yourself, and that's called warning. Is it? u but seclusion needs two witnesses. So he flips everything around. He says, Rebbe Yezah held that warning can be private and seclusion is two witnesses. Well, it makes a bit more shalom this, you know, that... Uh, uh, yes and no, Ivan. Uh, Good, but yes and no. But you are opening a can of worms, as they say. Because now the warning can take place in the privacy of his own home. Oh, oh, so wait. You, good, but you're going to see a problem now. According to you, say the rabbis, there's no end to the matter. Cryptic words. What do you mean there's no end to the matter? This particular matter. According to you, to say that you can warn her privately, you are opening up a big problem over here. What could be the problem? And therefore, and therefore, what do we worry that could happen now? So, so therefore, I'm saying that if, if she's secluded, then I'm saying that you've got nothing to rely on. Oh, you know what could happen? It's amazing, the psychology. Let's say Yankel is married to Sarah, and Yankel sees that Sarah was secluded with Shmerel. Two witnesses report that. So what does Yankel feel now? Said. Angry. So it's very easy for him to say, I warned you. You understand? Because there's no way to prove if it's yay or nay. His word against hers. So he could say, I warned you. Boom. Now she's hit with being a soiter. Boom. Now we unnecessarily have to use the waters. Boom. The waters aren't even going to check her now. 
because it wasn't a true kinui. It wasn't a real warning. So you're opening up a big problem because the psychology of a man is his wife does something bad, boom, now he wants to like, you know, do something and he'll say, I warned you. What do you say, Izzy? So you're saying without a warning you can What's that? You're saying without a warning. Without a warning. Yes, no, no. Without a warning and a seclusion, the waters don't work. Has to be a halachic warning and seclusion. The waters will only reveal it if there's been a warning and a seclusion. Well, they will reveal what happened if there was a real warning and a real seclusion, not that he made it up, then the waters will reveal if she was guilty or not in the seclusion. No, and I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. The problem is you're asking a good question. The problem is is that often information does come out later. So uh, sometimes we'll learn that the waters don't work because we're missing some of the criteria. One of the criteria is the husband can't be getting up to mischief. So in fact, we stopped the soita waters during the second temple time because the husbands were getting up to mischief. But did, did they warn him before that if you up, then it's not going to test your wife? They must have warned him. Well, it came out that way, but people weren't listening. So that's the problem. So the reality is, what the, the issue over here that the Chachamim are pointing out is the minute you say that a warning can take place privately, you're now going to create problems now because after she's secluded, the husband gets angry and says, I warned you. What do you mean I warned you? I warned you. And then take it to the base of Megdash and it's not going to help. It's in the password, but you know, it's still, So surely a warning needs proof. I mean, that's just the basis of a warning. Okay, good. So we're going to see where he gets it from. Good. Says the Gemara now. My time with Rabbi Yosef Behuda. So where's Rabbi Yosef get it from? So exactly the same Pasuk, just the other way around. Amakra, the Pasuk said, Eida in Ba. There isn't a witness against it when it comes to relations. By relations, you only need one witness. Meaning by relations, one witness is sufficient, but not by seclusion. In other words, warning and relations, you only need one. And seclusion, you need two. Why? Wait to see. So why don't you say the other way around, like we said before. Say by relations, you need one witness, but by warning, you need two. No, we said this earlier. There is a comparison of warning to relations. The Pasuk says, He warned his wife. Nitma is a language of Tumma that's created through relations. So we see that just like the Pasuk um, by relations only requires one, so too by warning, which is said in the same Pasuk as relations, only requires one. Says the Gemara, but stirinami is kishta tumma. But I've also got the same thing that seclusion is put in the same posuk as relations. She was secluded, and she became impure, which means relations. So I don't understand. We had the same question before. We got two psukim. The one posuk puts warning with relations, the other one puts seclusion with relations. So why don't we just say one witness across the board? Says the Gemara, now, I'll tell you why warning has to be even one. But seclusion, right, we don't learn from relations. Seclusion needs two. So why did we compare seclusion with relations? And this is a very important rule. Hahu, that, that we put seclusion with relations. Is teaching us how long 
she needs to be secluded with him for to qualify as a seclusion. Why do I need to have a minimum time period that she's secluded with him for? Exactly. Because there needs to be a minimum time period for relations to take place, which the Gemara is going to discuss later. What's the minimum time period? Are you talking about the, the, um, the, the preamble? Are you talking about only the act of penetration? What are you talking about? How long? Right? And in fact, you know where we use this? Every wedding. The Yichud room. The Yichud room has to be the time period in theory that relations could take place. Right? So very similar to that. So Lemaise, so we're going to see over here what is the time period. The Gemara is going to give a number of different opinions. What did you say? Yeah. Firstly, when you say Tumah, is that only because she's married to someone else? When you say she's so, good point. So Tumah, right, so Tumah over here is, we call it something repulsive, that she has committed adultery. Uh, if, it's, uh, if she's not married and she has relations, she's still done a prohibition. But it's not something that she's chayv misa for and something that would oser her to anyone. Correct. So that wouldn't be too many in that situation. No, wouldn't okay. be too many. The there the language is kedeshah. So she's too many in, in an assumption that she's been adulterous. Correct. Well, at least we don't know. So we spoke about she's too much until we prove otherwise. Correct. Correct. So Correct. And as we assume as such, until okay. proven otherwise. And then the other question is, you say that he can even witness it. Is it your wife like you? Is still so that's person? why we learned very good. That's why we said over here that according to Rebliezer, whichever way you look at him, warning and seclusion is not really a question of testimony on something that is a matter of money, what's a matter of immorality. Because all it is, no, because all it is is just reporting a fact. It's reporting, I warned, it's reporting she was secluded. Is there any monkey business we can report? No. So that can't be called a matter of immorality to testify on. Right. To testify on, you need something more. Yes, sir. So the truth is, the, the waters reveal it to actually explain what took place. Correct. But we entertain the question that when it comes to so just assuming, warning. So assuming she was, she performed the actual relations. She became a sorita. That's in the process itself. Her stomach would distend, and her thigh would distend, and she would die. Only if she drank the waters, and only if there were no witnesses who were inside the room. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That will be a revealer for us, correct? Until that, but just let's it's say. Until then. Well, the waters we treat as a sophic. Okay. So we're going to ask her to her husband, and we're going to do things lechumra lechumra, strict both ways. You know, to protect against any prohibition. But she's forbidden. Oh, that's right. That's the whole period. That's the whole process coming. We haven't seen that yet. Yes, Keith? What happens if A, firstly, she's in the room, right? The two witnesses are very friendly with her husband, right? And all she does in the room, she doesn't do anything immoral. She's just talking to somebody in the room. Uh, and the two witnesses say she did something immoral. Were the two witnesses in the room or out the room? In the room. Well, if they're in the room already, we're going to forbid. We're going to forbid her after warning and seclusion because we said. So the rule is like this. 
We don't assume that the witnesses are going to be lying, particularly if she's really been warning in seclusion. If we have reason to suspect that they're in cahoots, we have to investigate that. Yeah, but we don't, but I'm saying, I would agree with you if there wouldn't be warning in seclusion, but here there's warning, seclusion, and. And that's not our case here. Our case here are talking about warning, seclusion, period. Relations was the previous page where we tucker forbidden. Okay. Says the Gemara like this. Alright. Eshivu Chachamim. The Chachamim now responded back to Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Yehuda. What did they do? They did Rabbi Yossi There's no end to the matter. My nihu. What does it mean there's no end? Because the Zimnim Deloikani, there are times that he didn't warn her. Vo'omakani. And he said that he did warn her. So what's going to happen? He was angry because he saw the, he saw his wife secluded with two witnesses. And then he said, I attack warned you. And he didn't warn her. So that the Chachamim say you are creating now a big problem by allowing this idea that the warning can be with one witness. Excellent. So the we're going to see the Rambam is going to pass. Can you need two witnesses by warning and two witnesses by seclusion? Mm. But there's a right. But there's a Gemara though now coming up in a few lines that's going to cause a bit of a problem to that because we need to see what happens today. Today we haven't got sight orders, but we have the power to forbid it to the husband. So we're going to see what happens today is not so clear. So the truth is, it's interesting. The woman today would do that. The woman in those days didn't. You know, the woman was able to go through and willing to go through this whole process of humiliation and drinking to stay married to her husband. In today's time, uh, women are different. They wouldn't. They would say, "Watch, you accuse me. I'm out of here, etc." Correct. Even if she loses the ksuba, I think some people would do that. You know, some people today would take cause themselves to lose out dafka. But in those times, it wasn't that way, Doc. You know, in those times, people were much happier, particularly women, to stay married, even if the guy was not such an ayayay dicker guy. Today, everybody, men and women, are only too interested in, you know, who's the next person coming along. But that wasn't the case in those times. It wasn't the case. And if she chose to go through this process, she's zikha going to stay married. If she, otherwise, she could say, I want to drink. No, she'd lose the ksuba, but she... She may go through the process to exonerate herself because of public That could also be true. That's true. That's true. That's true. But, oh, so there's another aspect as well, and that is if she was innocent, if she goes back to her husband, if she didn't have kids, she'll have kids. If she only had girls, she'll have boys. Right? In fact, Chazal say beautifully that she'll have beautiful kids. He didn't say and, kids. Huh? So, so there's a, there's a, there's a Gemara over here, which is interesting. Gemara, um, um, I think it's elsewhere, but I think it brings it over here, which is very politically correctly translated, where it says, if she had dark skin kids, she'd have light skin kids. That's not what the Gemara says. No. The Gemara, the Gemara's wording is very clear. Gemara says, if she has had black kids, she's going to have white kids. That's the language of the Gemara. That means even stronger. Correct. 
Gemara is very clear. What do you mean? Which means that the Gemara is assuming that having a white child is better than having a black child. What do you mean if she had dark kids? Meaning, let's say she had kids. She was, she was black and she had black kids. Gemara says one of the brochas, if she drinks and she's innocent, she'll have white kids. Because she's innocent. Yeah, because she's innocent, so she's going to get a special blessing. So anyways, I'm saying that politically. So Art Scroll will translate it differently, but Lemaisa, that's what the Gemara says. You know me. I don't like to, you know, let's see what state in the Gemara. And some things we struggle with, some things we don't like, that's okay. But our head's got to get into the Torah, not the Torah, you know, it's got to fit into us. Says the Gemara. So you're telling me the Chachamim argue with Yehuda. And they say that you can't tell me you can warn by yourself because it's going to create unnecessary soitas. Hold on a minute. Even Rebbez and Amishta is the same problem. Because Rebbez and Amishta said warnings were in front of two. But when it comes to seclusion, it can even be one. That's also going to create problems. Because there are times where she wasn't secluded. In other words, let's say, according to Blezval Mishnah, he warns in front of two witnesses. And then, I don't know, he had a fight with her. I don't know, the Cholent wasn't nice this week. So what does he do? He goes and he says, you were secluded with a man. Does she have any leg to stand on now? No. So now she's going to go through the Sota process unnecessarily. So, so which, flood, correct. So either way, whether you hold one witness is good for warning or one witness is good for seclusion, you have the same problem. So you're right, both have a problem. Not only in the Mishnah, but even Rabbi Yisrael, you've got the floodgates opening. Says the Gemara, even according to Rabbi Yisrael, who said warning can be with one witness. Not only in our Mishnah, which says that seclusion can be with one witness. But the other way around. In our Mishnah, at least there was a proper warning. Over then, there wasn't even a proper warning. In other words, which case is going to open the floodgates more? Because, you know, he says the warning could just take place, me and you. So the minute I see a secluded, I warned you. This is what it's saying. According to Rabbi not only according to him, but even according to the Mishnah as well, there is no end to the matter. Which means there's a problem with allowing one witness, whether it's for warning or whether it's for seclusion. The next piece of Gemara we have to stop now because the prayers is going to discuss the what do we do today, Rabbi Yeshua. In our Mishnah said you need two witnesses for warning, two witnesses for seclusion. The Rambam paskins that way. And when we have Rabbi Yisrael versus Rabbi Yeshua, we always paskin like Rabbi Yeshua. The problem is, is the Gemara is going to throw a span in the works now and is going to warn husbands, don't warn your wife in today's time when we don't have a basis. We'll have to see why. Okay, stop there.